Yes, welcome back. Uh, top of the third hour, we've got Morning Glory Jeopardy. Big name signings in sport and the NRL. Looking forward to that, Webby. It's your favourite, isn't it? What's that? Uh, Morning Glory Jeopardy. Yes, I am. Sorry. <laughs> yes, sorry, I just got an interesting message from somebody. Did you? Oh, who? Oh, that's a Read it story. out. Jeez, that's going to... Oh, God. That'll rock rugby league to the oh. corner. <laughs> <laughs> I like Blake Solly. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's time for Movie of the Week. <laughs> And today, I would say, probably Australia's greatest film franchise, Mad Max, uh, is the reboot, whereas Max was once uh, Mel Gibson. This time it's Tom Hardy. Mad Max Fury Road. Welcome, Liam Alexander. Oh, morning, guys. How are we all? Liam, we're going good, mate. My my first question to you, Liam, you're a filmmaker. In in your opinion, is George Miller, of course, who who, who made this film, made the Mad Max uh, franchise, is he our greatest filmmaker? I think you could make the argument he is. For me, I reckon he's, he's definitely up there. Uh, I think I, I love Peter Weir as well, who directed Truman Show and a few of those movies, Gallipoli, but... I think George Miller and him are tied for, for the Australia's best filmmaker easily. Liam, have you seen, uh, I'll preempt that I think everyone, most people are a fan of this film, but have you seen a movie of this quality with so little dialogue? Yeah, I think that that's the thing about it. There aren't many movies like, and I know a lot of people, I think the complaint you can make about the movie is there's, there's not too much story, but that was the way George Miller intended it. There is, it is one continuous two-hour car chase, basically. And I think mm. the most impressive thing is, like, he made this movie 30 years after Beyond Thunderdome, and he was 70 years oh. old when he directed this movie. But and the way he directs the action, it, it puts any young filmmaker to shame. Like, it is the best directed action movie, I think, of the last 20 years, easily. Hey, Liam Beaky, uh, where do you rank it in regards to... You know, we often world building happens when there's a, a huge source material. So it's not easy to world build. It's always tough. But, you know, the world building for this movie, it's got to be up there with some of the best with, I guess, minimal uh, source material to kind of build on. Yeah, 100%. Like, it doesn't have the dense... Like, you're not going off a book like Lord of the Rings or, or any of those sort of novels. So he's created this world from scratch. And he was sort of existing in that post-apocalypse. Like, the, the original Mag, Mad Maxes definitely have... Like, an, it's an interesting world, the post-apocalypse in Australia, but this movie takes it to another level. Like, the, the world he creates, even at the start of the movie, within 10 minutes, you know that this tyrant runs it, he controls the water, and it's basically all told without any dialogue. So it's nearly even more impressive that it's not it's not based on anything. Well, I mean, it, it was brilliant uh, as well, fellas, is the casting from George Miller, because mm. when he cast Mad Max, Mel Gibson was... He was a small-time actor trying to find his way. And yeah. this one as well is Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is a long way away from being the Tom Hardy we recognise now. I wanted to ask yeah. this of you, Liam. I read a story this week that Tom Hardy should be the next Bond. I agree. Ooh. Based on, yeah. he, on the role that he played in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Mm. Yeah. It's it'd be, it'd be not Tom a bad Hardy. one. Yeah, I think he would be a great Bond because he can sell... 
Well, in this movie, he only has 52 lines of dialogue throughout the whole thing. So he can sell that silent physicality really well. But in Tinker Taylor, he's, he's got heaps of dialogue and he can do that as like as good as anyone else either. Hey. So I think I think he'd be a great Bond. And, and he can actually fight. He's a, yeah. he's, yes. he's, black, he's black belt, BJJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I love him in, in Warrior. Yeah, he's he's quite he's quite fearsome. <laughs> would he be the toughest actor in terms of? Being he's the guy you wouldn't want to fight. Charles Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah. Um, bit of trivia in this one, uh, Liam boys. Speaking to a guy who was oh. in this film, right, was in mm. and one of the makeup artists who works that was Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron absolutely hated each other. Did not get along yeah, at all. Yeah. It probably a- added to the friction of the movie a little bit. To Why? The menace. And he, well, he Just, he yeah. came and he came out like not recently, but he came out afterwards and he said, "Yes, I was a particular piece of work um, on set. I was and he said that he was under he was under so much pressure in his own head to bring back Max Rockatansky Rocket. that he like obviously you know that iconic character that he's felt all this pressure and he came out and apologized to Charlize and said, "I'm really sorry for the way I was." Well, the other one was yeah. uh, the actor who was in who told me that they said uh, at the toward the conclusion of the movie, uh, they said, oh, mate, Tom wants to take you know, a number of you guys out for you know, for dinner. And they went, oh, fantastic. So they went to the restaurant. They go, where's Tom? Anyway, his manager or someone walked in with a laptop and went, flicked it over. He was watching the meet via Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, Charlize and Tom didn't get on well, but their stunt doubles found love. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Found love and got together <laughs> really? off the back of Mad Max Fury Road. Well, maybe yeah. that's why they didn't get on so well because they were taking all the love. Well, it was, yeah. a hundred, it was 138 <laughs> days basically filming one scene. Where was, that it? Chase. Where was it? Where was it? Where'd they do all the, the filming? It was going to be shot in Broken Hill. It's at the back of Broken Hill, right. flooding, flooding rains oh. and the desert yeah. where you're, you can go out to the point, you can look where the scene from Mad Max 2 Road Warrior, where you can see he's up on that crest and looks out. You go up there at the time, and it was just green. So I like how it's a post-apocalyptic desert wasteland. That's going to be Vegas after rugby league rolls. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it's time. Yeah. Plenty of people hating each other based on uh, the airport on Vegas. the Sunday. Hey Liam, Liam, if you imagine like you, you're going to make this, you're going to make this film, and you've got a choice. You can do the the younger Mel Gibson or Tom Hardy. Who do you cast? Oh, that's tough. I love Mel. I think in Mad Max 2, Road Warrior, I think that's tied for one of the great action movies as well. Yeah. I think Mel has this sort of charisma about him that, like, Tom Hardy definitely has as well and can pull it out. But I think Mel is so synonymous yeah. with this character that I think I'd go with Mel. But yeah. Tom Hardy was a good pick. He, um, looking at all the Mad Max movies, I, 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 I love them all. I particularly love the Mel Gibson ones, one, two, and three. Beyond Thunderdome, I'll tell you now, is a masterpiece. Mm. It is when you watch the movie, there's so Cena. many twists and turns. It is, it is Liam, it's just brilliant. Yeah, I, I think they're they're all great movies. I know some people give Beyond Thunderdome a bit of a bit of shtick, but it, it is a bit. It's a different tone to those first two, but I, I love it for what it is. Like Tina Turner was such good casting in that oh. as well. Uh, did the critics enjoy Fury Road? Yeah, I think the the biggest surprise is I think it just caught everyone off guard, especially the critics. Like it, it's ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It was nominated for eleven Oscars, which none of the other Mad Maxes were. It won six Oscars, and I think the critics, as soon as it came out, were quick to dub it one of the greatest action movies like ever made. So I think, and I think the fact that it was a reboot as well sort of helped 
lower people's expectations. I think a lot of people would, might have been going in a bit cynical, thinking, oh, is it a cash grab? But with George Miller behind it, it, it absolutely floored the critics. Uh, profit-wise, Liam? Make a decent yeah, dollar? Yeah, made... It was made for $180 million, which I think was the largest Australian production ever. And it made $400 million worldwide. So it wasn't a like ginormous hit, yeah. but the success of it critically, I think, allowed George Miller to make another one, which uh, Furiosa comes out comes out later this year. Which we've seen the trailer. I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I saw the trailer and I went, I'm excited about this, but I don't know. It, dis, uh, it just looks like, I don't know, is this a step too far? Uh it's gonna be interesting. Don't doubt George. I know, yeah. I don't I know, and I and I, I never will, but and Anna Taylor Joy's in it, so I'm all for that. I just saw Chris Hemsworth and went, Oh no. Not Chris. <laughs> hey, be, no, be careful, mate. I saw him down Collaroy Beach uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Mate, I tell you, it's one thing to have the Swifties on your tail, but I tell you what, you want to mess with Thor? Oh, my. Yeah, you're going to be rimmed, brother. <laughs> <laughs> William, you score out of 100. What? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm giving uh, 99. I think it's as close to a perfect action movie as you can make. Well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it 99 too because I watched it on the train on the way in today again and I was sitting there on my phone watching it going, this movie is has held up so well. So, uh, yeah, 99. 87.5. <laughs> oh, oh, nice break. <laughs> I knew you'd do that. <laughs> I'll go 85. Yeah, I'll go 95. Uh, what we're going to do, boys, we're going to take a break, Liam, and we're going to do we're going to talk about the best and worst reboots in cinema history.